Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hey, Coach, with two wins against Utah so far this year, how are they different now than when you faced them earlier this year? Um, you know, numbers-wise, you know, fairly the same. Uh, they, I think they've played better basketball. Um, you know, Carlson's playing really well. Um, they're shooting. You know, Gabe Madsen's given them a, a big difference maker. Um, but their biggest thing is controlling the tempo. You know, they – they want less possessions uh, trying to, you know, they made four or five shots against us, you know, end of clocks, uh, but they're, they're, they're very well coached. Uh, um, they're playing more confidently. They have, they're better in their defensive system and it's going to be a tough, a tough uh, road beating a team three times. And just taking a look at the film, you know, in the last three games, uh, what have you seen that you've liked and what are you seeing that uh, you need to work on to make a dent in this tournament? I think defensively we've, we've gotten better. Uh, we've been able to use how we scouted uh, and they're, they're adapting. Well, I think the defensive part is really, really good. We've, we've, we've had some dry spells offensively, but then we've also had, you know, you know, after the first, whatever minutes, you know, we went, you know, 12 for 13 possessions where we scored. Um, but you know, defensively, I like where we're at, uh, having John, John back in those games, I think was really big. He's, he's so cerebral on the top of the zone and disruptive. That's been really good for us. And, uh, you know, when our defense is really good, that's, that's, that's when it seems like our offense starts getting going. Cause we get some easy buckets on the other end. Maybe a couple points on the defense that's caused the improvement. Um, I'm going to go with, you know, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be focused, right? There's one thing about saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to defend the three point line in this game, or we're going to keep them out of the lane and then being able to go out there and execute it. And I felt like, especially in the Oregon game, Oregon state for sure. Like we, we, we did what we were supposed to do. And sometimes we don't, you know, we might say a closeout's not good enough to that shooter and we just close out. And so I think more of that focus uh, in that in terms of that game and being able to adapt in terms of how we make our adjustments, I think they've gotten a lot better. Just one more. When, when it comes to defense and when you see those lapses, is that more mental? Is it more effort? Is it more uh, of an understanding of what to do? That's a great thing. I think it's, it's effort and, and, um, and where they just – it's a focus thing. You know, it's because – you know, we've shown film where it's like, you've proven you can do it. Now you just have to do it the entire time. And so that's, that's, I would say more of the focus. And I'm going to, I think a big number where we've improved and I, I think rebounding has been huge. So not only have we been, you know, defending better, you know, you guys better, we have our lapses. We're not perfect. We still have to get better at that, but finishing with rebounding has been big. Thanks coach. You're welcome. Tim, go ahead. All right, we'll circle back to him. 
Uh, Percy, go ahead. I don't know what's wrong with that Tim booth. It's always something. Hey, hey, uh, I'm just curious about Coach. Um, the, you know, just things that maybe you've learned about the Pac-12 tournament since you've been here doing this. Uh, you, uh, this is your fifth trip now. Uh, you guys are two and four at this tournament with you at the head here. You had that really nice run in 2019. Just what is it with this tournament that uh, leads to success? And then other than that 2019 year, you like had the early out. So, you know, the things ab about this tournament that leads to success and then the things that leads to the, those early departures. Like in the, like in the NCAA tournament, you know, your seed matters. So this will be our second highest seed. Obviously first year we were seventh. I think we were tied for whatever, but we were the seventh seed in the tournament. We were the sixth seed this year. Um, you know, you're if you're a lower seed, you're playing the, the, the better teams in the league or when I say lower, like uh, in the bottom where we were in the last couple of years. And so, you know, it, these games come down, they're close. Uh, you know, first year, I think Oregon State over time got to the finals second year. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Arizona after we had just beaten them. Uh, mm -hmm. Replay game. Uh, and then last year, uh, you know, close game. When you start getting – uh, into these tournaments, everybody knows each other. And so they're coming down to the end. And so how you execute um, is, is going to be really big. Um, we're, you know, our luxury is that we have a veteran team. Uh, we've been playing fairly well um, or better. And, you know, when you're playing a team for the third time, uh, there's no secrets. Uh, you know, you just, you know, you got to be able to execute your game plan and make some plays. And, you know, hopefully we'll be able to do that. In the uh, two games that they, they, you played, Utah, your your out, outside shooting, I don't I don't know if it was the difference, but it really showed up, it, and particularly with Cole. I mean, I mean, just those uh, that first time that they, they that you played Utah, obviously he was big, and then the second time, you know, uh, what Cole and Dejan did uh, in that second overtime, just in terms of three point shooting, when it gets to the tournament like this, I don't know if you can expect three point shooting to show up. But when it does, what type of difference does that make? You know, it's it's a huge difference. It's scoring in general, you know, getting to the foul line, hitting threes, getting easy baskets in transition. Those are all the ingredients of having a really good offensive night. And, you know, defensively, uh, you know, like I was earlier, earlier question, I feel like we've we've gotten better. We're still not where we want to be, but we've been rebounding better. And that's been able to get us out in transition. And that's where, you know, Terrell and Dejan are really good and, and get our shooters. But, you know, obviously making shots is the name of this game. Uh, and when you're doing it, we're just, you're different. There's more confidence. There's energy, uh, you know, all those things. And if you don't, it puts a lot of pressure on your defense. Um, so, you know, getting hot at this time, it's, it's you got to be able to get some stops. You've got to be able to uh, – make some shots. And most importantly, these games are usually going to come down to the end. You got to execute your stuff. It's uh, probably too late to like lobby for like any of, of you guys in terms of postseason awards. But um, if you like had to make the case for Terrell in just terms of the um, Pac-12 player of the year, just um, how would you do that? Geez, what would be the case? Uh, you know, lead the league in steals, uh, lead the league in scoring. Uh, I think he's second or third in analytics in terms of the most efficient player in the league. Um, he was a, a big part of uh, a team that came, you know, won five games last year and uh, came in last place in the league and preseason number 11. And we, we went, 
to six. You know, I think it's a it's a it's a big jump for most leagues. What uh, a fifth! What a fifth! Yeah, like type of fifth. But the point is, is he's, you know, people always say the you know the, the player of the year usually is the, uh, the 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 player that wins the most. Uh, uh, but he maybe not has won the most, but uh, he's made, I think, the biggest difference. And uh, uh, I think there's the most valuable player, uh, and that's the most valuable player to your team. And uh, I don't think there's a more valuable player to a team than Terrell Brown. Mm. Hey, other than uh, Terrell, um, any of your other uh, other guys maybe in the running for any uh, sort of awards here or – any honors? You know what? I, I, I don't know. I think Emmett Matthews had a great, uh, he had a great league. Um, Dejon, I, I think could have been all defensive. Uh, you know, he'd been injured, hadn't played in a lot of games. Uh, Nate Roberts, guy watching him, if, you know, if he had a couple more games in him, you can talk about him being most improved. He just, you know, just keeps just, uh, just getting better and better. Uh, you know, PJ Fuller has had moments in terms of him and Cole in terms of, you know, being off the bench where they call the sixth man, you know, numbers wise, but usually those honors go to the, the top one or two teams in the league based on their record. Uh, so, you know, good for them. Uh, but we, we love our guys. We love our team. Uh, even with Terrell being a guy who I think is the most valuable player you take him off. Uh, you know, he couldn't do it without his other teammates. You know, we've got a team, uh, a team of, of uh, really good players that uh, all played a significant role in terms of, you know, being picked preseason 11th and coming all the way to fifth. So I'm really proud of them. Hey, and um, I don't remember Nate really having um, big games against Utah um, in the two times you played him, but this version of Nate that you've seen lately, how, how can he be effective uh, against the Utes? In the last two games, I think he's he's averaging 15 points and 16 rebounds on average in the last two of this last weekend. That's like player of the week status. Uh, uh, he's been, he's rebounded always consistently. He's become our defensive anchor uh, where he got in foul trouble early and, and struggled last year. He's really, really improved there. The thing that you start seeing is his finishing around the basket. He is he's He's been on better balance. Um, he's playing with a lot of confidence and um, he's really physical. And so, you know, uh, if teams want to go small, teams want to do those types of things. We have a weapon for that now. And, uh, you know, he's he's not just can do it, but he's earned that right. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. And it sounds like, Percy, you um, touched on what Tim was trying to ask. So all good there. Thank you. Uh, Kim, go ahead. Did you say Tim or Kim? Kim with a K. Hey, Coach, you know, speaking of Nate, um, you know, what's it been like around Nate this last few days? You know, because you talked a lot about his confidence being a lot higher. You know, when you're looking at film, how is he different in the film room and how is he different at practice this last couple of weeks to compare where he was like a month ago? Well, he's been great in practice. He always has been. It's all that transfer to the game. And, um, you know, it just, the, 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 you know, Oregon passed, you know, against Oregon passing the ball at the three-point line. They denied everybody, kept them open a little bit like Arizona did. He didn't look lost. He gained his composure, gained his poise, drove him to the basket, made a layup. Uh, you know, he gets the ball down there. I think he thinks he's scoring, uh, and he gets a good shot down there. Uh, you can see that in his body language and his action. And uh, we've seen it in practice. 
Uh, it's like watching these guys who you know can really shoot. You've seen it in practice. It just has to translate. And it's starting to translate in the game. And that's really fun. I it's it's funny when you're coaching, you know, you might teach somebody somebody something and that kid could go out and play six or seven games and not translate. And then all of a sudden that one day he just starts doing it or it just comes natural. And that's what you see with Nate is he's always been able to do it. Now it's just, it's just coming natural rather than thought provoked. It's, it's coming in the flow. It's coming with his confidence. It's coming with his repetitions. It's coming with his coaching. Um, and uh, it's fun to see. One more. I know you got a great group of kids, but taking all these kids to Vegas with everything that goes on down there. Does it make you a little bit nervous at times? Come on, Kim. What happens in Vegas stays in. <laughs> you know, these guys, the, the greatest thing about this team um, is their maturity and um, the opportunity that we have in front of us. And, you know, they, they're, they're, you know, really excited for this opportunity. And uh, so I know it's a business trip. Vegas is fun. Vegas is exciting. I love we play the 830 game so we can watch some games before that. Uh, that that kind of gives you the, the March feel. Um, and so once you start seeing that, hearing that, dun, 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 start doing that stuff, uh, you know, if you're a baller and a hooper and a competitor, that's, that's, that's really gets you excited to play. So excited for that. Thanks, Coach. Percy, go ahead. Do you change your routine at all uh, from like maybe the, the first years or of like the how you guys go down or the things you guys do? No, um, not really, uh, Percy. It's business as usual. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is, is uh, you know, it's just we just got we have to enjoy this opportunity, especially the seniors and. You know, no regrets. Um, but in terms of routine, nothing. Same thing. And is there anything that maybe you can draw from your non-conference tournament that um, – because I know in years past that you really liked uh, having that – in uh, a non-conference game in Vegas, you know, to, to kind of give you a chance there. But anything now, maybe you can go back to that trip to the Dakotas and say, all right, this is what we did there and this is kind of what we want to do. The greatest, the greatest thing about tournaments is one game at a time. Can't think ahead. Can't think about round two, whatever. You got to think about that opponent. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 the kids are loving it because there's no practice if you win. Like <laughs> mentally getting ready, watch a little bit of film, <coughs> get them off their legs. And it's March. You know, these kids have been watching hoop for their entire life. And, so, no, no, we have our strategies. We have the things that we do. We're going to stay really consistent with that and, uh, and translate. You know, we've been, we've been a good road team for the most part, especially earlier in the year. And, you know, if you can't get up for this, you can't get up for basketball. And just the last one for me, just, um, just the last, maybe the last thing that you'll tell the team before they hit the court, any just one message that you want them to know before they go out there? Well, the biggest thing is, you know, believe that you can win every game that you play. And number two, leave it all out there. I have no regrets. You know, you got to play. You got to you got to play with no fear, no regrets. Get an open shot, knock it down. Do what you do well. 
Um, you know, we're, we're not going to have a secret play that we're going to put in. That's going to, you know, this is, uh, you know, play great defense, rebound the basketball and share the ball on offense. There you go. All right, Hop. Thank you. Appreciate you. Anything else for coach today? All righty, Coach Hopkins, you're good to go. Vegas, baby. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.